Welcome to Let Me Live Podcast. My life, my rules. My name is Coco Gunn, and I'm so happy you decided to press play. I'm excited to spend the next 15 or 20 minutes with you to help you create a personal development routine, stay motivated, and become the best version of yourself. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you won't miss another episode. Also, feel free to leave a rating and review as it would mean the world to me. Ready to get motivated? Let's get started. Welcome back to Let Me Live Podcast, my life, my rules. I'm your host, Coco Gunn, and happy whatever day of the week it is for you. We are on to our third area of personal development, and this one can be a little touchy at times, and I think it's just the way that society is, but I grew up in a very, very, very traditional uh, Christian home. My parents, we did go to church, um, and it was kind of like a ritual for us. And I could probably say still to this day, say the Ten Commandments. Uh, So we're going to focus today on spiritual development and spiritual growth. Now, I say it's touchy because everyone has their own thoughts on spirituality um, and their belief system and religion. So I'm giving you an outline of where I where I stand, where I fall (laughs) in the in the area. But um I think that is there's always going to be mixed emotions when it comes to this kind of conversation. Uh, but I'm here to tell you here. I mean, do you <laughs> whatever works best for you is is the route that you should, of course, be taking. So uh, to me, I'm giving you feedback on, on what I experience and where I stand. But listen, who's here to judge whatever you believe in and whatever helps you grow, whatever makes you feel good internally when it comes to your soul. I'm here for it. So let's get into it. Let's, you know, first of all, let's talk about spiritual development, right? Like there are, I believe that mental and spiritual development kind of can be meshed together a little bit, but there are some differences, right? When it comes to your spiritual growth and it it really boils down to um, how and what you're feeding your soul. (laughs) So for a while, obviously, people, you know, depending on where, what religion or what belief system they grew up in, you know, your soul is either going to go one place or it's going to go to another place, right? And then some people believe that you're going to be reincarnated. (laughs) Kind of just depends on whatever your preference is. Um, I I think, you know, some people will describe spiritual development as being, you know, connected to, you know... A higher being some say it's dealing with medication and becoming you know one with the ones that you are connected to uh, some people think spiritual development deals with you know Palo Santo and burning sage and you know reading tarot cards and uh, listen at the end of the day everyone is entitled to their own opinion of what their belief system is and I've delved into all of it um, I can confidently say at this point in my life I am a believer in a higher being. I, I'm not tied directly to any any religion at this point, or you know, I'm. I, that's just not what I have developed myself um, to be. But either way, <laughs> it's something that needs to be worked on for your overall growth. However, you want to, of course, work on it. So I will say this, spiritual growth and mental growth, you know, we talked about this, are, are not the same thing. And so you keep that in mind. When you work on your mental development, it's stimulating your mind. When you work on spiritual development, it's stimulating your soul. When it, 
pretty much comes down to matters of the heart, right? In my in my opinion, but you know, I'm not I'm not a a, a, a witch doctor or anything along those lines, or you know, a priest yeah. <laughs> or a pastor. But those are just you know my thoughts on it. Uh, so let's talk about this. What are some ways that you can work on your spiritual growth? Now these are general. Right. Like these are not going to be tied to a specific religion or a specific belief system. I think these are all things that we can all do regardless of where we fall on the belief spectrum. Right. So number one is connecting to your belief system community. So if you're, you know, Christian, connect to that community. If you're Catholic, connect to that community. If you're Pentecostal or if you are Mormon or Jehovah's Witness or if you're Wiccan or if you're pagan, Connect to that community. You know, I, I think we get so caught up in what's right and what's wrong that we we just put ourselves in, in just a really bad place. And regardless of whatever you believe in, the overall goal should be for us all to develop and grow to become people that we aspire to be, right? It doesn't matter if you believe in this person, in this God or this God or this person, this religion, at the end of the day, our goal is just to be better people, whatever that means. Um, I can say this, I don't, judgment to me on any level is just wrong. <laughs> so I don't believe in that. I think that we should all be allowed to live the kind of life that we want to live regardless of judgment. But I do believe that if you are part of a certain faith community, stay connected to them, however that is, because that's what's going to help you get through those difficult moments in your life, those difficult times in your life. Um, number two, and I found this to be super cool when I was younger, especially when I worked um, for um, a rental car company, is we did a lot of volunteering. And as much as you're like, oh man, I don't want to volunteer, it's a waste of my time, guys, it actually feeds the soul. I used to volunteer at the animal shelter back in San Antonio, and it was really neat. Obviously, I'm a dog lover, and both of our dogs are rescue dogs. But if you volunteer, you know, even doing Habitat for Humanity or, you know, doing Thanksgiving dinner or doing Meals on Wheels, those are just things that surprisingly will make you feel really, really good. Why? Because you're helping out somebody in need. And you never know the kind of conversations you're going to have, who you may run into, what experiences you have. And I'm not a talker, obviously, you know, Vic is, but the stories that you can hear from people, if you just decide to step out of your comfort zone and, and volunteer, you'll be surprised. And so volunteer at an animal shelter, you know, go ahead and volunteer Mills on Wheels, go do some Habitat for Humanity. It helps feed and build your soul and sometimes even helps humble you a little bit. Number three is you can practice yoga. You know, I um, got injured. I think I talked about this a while ago, last March, and I was a huge advocate for the gym. I was constantly in the gym. I was constantly working out and I got injured and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> what am I going to do for the next four months to keep myself kind of in balance and maybe get some physical activity? And I did yoga, I think two or three times a week. And I just felt good when I got done. Was it difficult? Yeah. But it allows for you to work on your breath. It allows for you to be in a really calm and meditative mind state, which is helpful for you. So if you've never tried it before, I highly recommend that you hop into the yoga space and just see how you like it. I'm a fan of heated of hot yoga. So 
you get your sweat on, you get your flexibility on, you get some toxins out. So try yoga, check it out and see what you think. I think it's a great aspect of, you know, physical activity, but I think it's also something that's really helpful for the soul um, because it helps you focus and it's not, you know, rowdy music and things going on. You know, the instructor will put on, you know, some, some very calming, but yet flowy, is that the word? <laughs> music. And it, you do it at your own pace. So if there's something that you can't do in the class, you can always be in child's pose. Um, you can always go back to downward dog. And it just works on, you know, with your joints and your physical. And so I think yoga falls into all categories of personal development personally. But if you haven't tried it, I definitely recommend checking it out and see what you think. Number four, and this is really challenging. I know as soon as I say it, you're probably going to roll your eyes because it's probably one of the most difficult things to master, but it's super helpful for you. And that's meditation. Um, I've tried it. I've done it. um, And and you don't have to do it long. Like, you know, we're not, if you haven't read, um, you haven't heard of Jay Shetty, um, he was a monk, but he, he wrote this amazing book, Think Like a Monk. And if you haven't read it, I definitely recommend that you check it out. But he talks a lot about meditation and how impactful and how important it was for him. And yes, guys, if you are a busy body and your brain just does not turn off, it will be hard for you. But you do not have to do it for very long. And you can find your own ways of meditating. You know, some people say, well, I can't sit down in a quiet space for five minutes. You can put on a song. And you can do a guided meditation where someone is speaking to you to help you kind of get your head in the right space and relax your body and relax your mind. It doesn't have to be in silence. (laughs) That works for some people. Some people, it doesn't work for. When I did did, um, meditations or when I practiced, I usually go through a guided meditation state because it just helps me get focused and hone in on on where, where I should be. Um, during meditation. So that's always an option for you. I do think and recommend that anyone out there that hasn't tried it, I do think it's a good idea to try at least once or twice. You never know. You may surprise yourself. And number five, when it comes to spiritual development is keeping a journal. Yes, I know it's been talked about forever, but I honestly think it's so beneficial, especially if you hold on to a lot of things. I'm one of those people that, yeah, every now and then I'll definitely hold a grudge. But I decided um, I've had several journals in the past and I've done written journals. I've done, you know, a Google Doc. And I found for me that Google works best for me because I can access it anywhere on my phone. So I do have a journal and it's categorized by year and then it's categorized by month. And sometimes I'll even challenge myself. So for January, my journal entry for that month was was what's called um, a yes month. So for the month of January, I did my best to say yes to any event or any anything I was invited to. And I would journal it. So I set a tone for my journal, which kind of helped me um, stay consistent because I was holding myself accountable. Uh, there's some people out there that actually create a persona for their journal. They dear John, dear Renee, dear Michelle, dear journal even. And it was as if they were having a conversation and writing a letter to someone. So journaling can be whatever you make it out to be. It doesn't have to be a daily a daily recap of what's going on in your life. It could be a venting session. It could be a place where you write down some creative ideas, brainstorming, you know, get a notebook, get a Google Doc, you know, and just put your ideas and thoughts on paper. And then at the end of the year, at the end of the month, 
you can go back and read through those things and see your growth and see your progress. So I think journaling is very impactful if you stop worrying about how other people journal and find your own way of journaling. And it can be whatever you want because no one has to know. And there's plenty of places online where you can Google how to write a journal. What are some journal prompts? And you may need that. There's some people out there that do need, you can buy a book at Barnes & Noble right now that gives you a journal prompt for every single day. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to journal because I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Get a, get a journal prompt, go to Google, go to Pinterest and type in journal prompt for whatever day. And it'll give you, a, it'll ask you a question and boom, you can journal about it. And you'll be surprised. Sometimes you're going to end up journaling for 30 minutes to an hour because you're just getting it all out. You're getting it on paper. And that's super helpful for your soul. Trust me, because you're not hanging on and harboring things internally. You're getting it out on paper and you'll feel a lot better. Even try this for me. When you're upset at somebody, right, or you're upset with yourself, sit down and type dear self or dear person I'm mad at, whoever that is, and just word vomit onto paper. And you'll be surprised how you feel afterwards. So again, there are five things that you can do to work on your spiritual growth. Connect with your faith community, whatever you believe in. You can volunteer, you can practice yoga, try meditation, and do your best to keep a journal. You never know. You may surprise yourself. And get this, if you write a journal, you can take that journal and turn it into a book. Now, if you want to sell your memories, I mean, if you guys haven't seen The Best Man, then you know you don't know what I'm talking about. But it can sometimes not work out in your favor, and sometimes it can. So get creative and, and work on your spiritual growth, because at the end of the day, we only have one life and we only have one body and we need to be taking care of it. We don't need to be stressing out and having a heart attack at a young age because we didn't know how to handle or manage our emotions and what we were experiencing. So today I have one thing I need you to do after this. Send me a DM and give me a journal prompt. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop on my Instagram page and I'm going to discuss that journal prompt. Maybe it's a venting session. If it's personal, I probably won't go there, but um, I'll either record myself or I'll get online and say, hey guys, this is a journal prompt that I was given. Let's talk about it. And it's a topic. And then send me an email and say, hey, Christina, that's my real name, by the way. <laughs> hey, Coco, um, I actually tried meditation for the first time. Tell me your experiences. I want to know what you guys are going through because First of all, suggestions for me, I can try doing those things. Or two, I just want to see how helpful it is and I want to see your growth. So do those things for me and let me know how it goes. Thank you again for joining me on today's episode. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you did, so you don't miss no, another episode and you get notifications on new episodes. If you find value in these episodes or you know someone that will find value, please don't hesitate to share and tag me or even send me a DM. The best places to reach me are via my Instagram page at Let Me Live Podcast, my personal page at Coco underscore gun, or you can just shoot me an email at lemmelivepodcast at gmail.com. I hope you have an amazing next week and I'll see you next time. Bye.